Hey, it's Pastor Jeffrey Graff with Faith Family Church, Next Gen. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this message brings truth, clarity, and hope to your situation. God loves you very much, and I hope you feel that today. Enjoy the podcast. Well, what is up, everybody? It's so good to see you. Are you doing okay? Yeah! Wow. So one really good, a lot of kind of good. Good to see you. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for being here Wednesday night. We're starting a new series today. It's a fun series. It's called Bad Gas. Everybody say bad gas. Turn to your neighbor and say, you got bad gas. Turn to your other one and say, your smells good. I'm just kidding. Don't say that. That's weird. Um, <laughs> nah, it sounds like, a funny, uh, sounds like a funny series, but here's what I'm talking about, okay? I'm talking about how a lot of times the things that we gas up in culture aren't actually good. Like we gas up the wrong thing. So each week we're going to look at stuff that we gas up like, oh yeah, that's awesome. And then it's like, wait, that's not really something that's good. It's hurting you. See, a lot of things we gas up, we don't understand. They hurt us. So here's the topic today. Bad gas, the grind. Everybody say the grind. We live in a time where we gas up people who are on the grind, okay? And I get it. I'm not even saying it's bad, but we all know those people, right? They're like, up at 4 a.m., ate nothing but egg whites and spinach, did six workouts by 6 a.m. What'd you do? You're like, I don't know. I just went to bed at like 4 a.m. It's not my fault. I was on TikTok, all right? But people are like gassing up the grind. Now, that's not bad, and I get it. We're busy. Y'all used to tell me like, I'm busy, Pastor G. I'm like, you're not busy. You're just doing homework. And then you know what I realized? I was wrong. Yeah, I admitted it. I was wrong. You are busy. Y'all guys have busy lives. You know that? Raise your hand if you actually think, and you know you're a busy person. Okay, that's most hands, even though you're raising them this high. Man, who plays AAU in here? The amount of games y'all have blows my mind. I'll be like, where were you? Like, I was in Canada for a basketball game. Like, why were you in Canada for a basketball game? There's just easier competition over there or what? Like, what's going on? Y'all couldn't get a dub here? Anyway, I'm just playing. Y'all are busy, busy, busy. Some of y'all might work. Work can consume you. Some of y'all just have a lot of friends, and you're always at somebody's house, always going to a party, and it's cool. I'm not, like, mad that people stay busy and they're on the grind. I just want to ask a question to you today. Here's the question. Is your grind godly? Everybody say godly. And this is what I mean. Like, in everything that you got going on, because I know you're busy, but in everything that you got going on, my question is, are you making time for the most important stuff? Because sometimes we'll do a lot of good things, but we do not take care of the best things. And I think a lot of times in our mind, we're like, if I just had more time, right? You ever thought that? If I just had more time. But here's one thing that every single person has in common. There's not much you could find that every single person has in common. But every person, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, black, white, Mexican, Asian, trying to include everyone, everybody has 24 hours in the day. We all have the same amount of time, but I wonder if you're losing, if you're using your time wisely. Look at this verse in Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. You got the underlined part. It says, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. 
Or some translations say it like this. Ephesians 5, same, same scripture. They say this. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. I can't help but wonder if we're making the most of our time and spending our time on things that matter the most. Because I think a lot of times we're distracted and we're busy. And sometimes I wonder if we're busy doing things that really are that important. There's this quote I really like and it says this, okay. It says, we are more busy than bad. We're more distracted than non-spiritual. And we're more interested in the movie theater, the sports stadium, and the shopping mall than we are in church. Now, I don't want you to hear that quote and think the whole point of this message is going to be, come to church. That's not the whole point. The whole point is this. Being overly busy, gassing up the grind, and not taking care of the most important stuff. I know it seems cool, whatever, but let me tell you something. It only hurts you. It only hurts your relationship with other people, and it only hurts your relationship with God. I'm going to show you that from the Bible. But being overly busy hurts me. Everybody say me. me. My relationship with others. Others. Oh, you did the whole thing. Good job. Some of you AP students, I feel you. Or my relationship with God. Everybody say God. Here's a story we're looking at today. It's in uh, Luke 10, 38 through 42. Basically, it's a story of these two sisters, Mary and Martha. And they invite Jesus over. And uh, one of them makes time for Jesus. One is just so busy trying to get everything done. She's like us, busy, 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 busy. And I got to show you what happens in her life because she's overly busy. Here you go. Luke 10, 38 through 42, you got the underlined part. It says, as Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha, Martha you sound good today, welcomed him into her home. Her sister, Mary, sat at the Lord's feet listening to what Jesus taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come help me. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing to be concerned about. Mary's discovered it, and it won't be taken away from her. So that's the story, and that's what I'm going to dive into. You can see Mary sitting there listening to Jesus, having a good time. Martha's distracted, distracted, distracted. But I want to show you, I'm going to work back through the story, and I'm going to show you a couple things that are going to help you see what being overly busy causes, okay? You ready? Uh, verse 39 and 40 again. It says, her sister, Mary, sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he taught, but I want you to see this. Martha was distracted. Now, when we hear that word distracted, we think similar of what it means. Like, we think, like, going here, here, you're like, I don't know what HD is, but the doctor said I got 80 of them. See that? We think just, ah, ADHD, it is funny. Um, but this was originally written in Greek, and I want you to see what the word distracted means. In Greek, here's what it means. It means, boom, boom, distracted. Give me the, yeah, there you go. To have one's attitude, I mean, attention directed from one thing to another, so you become quite busy. busy. You see that? So this is what it's saying. 
Martha's there. She's like, got to do this. Got to get the tortillas. Got to get this. Got to get that. Okay, she's busy, 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 but I don't really want to look at her schedule. Okay, I want to look at what it does to her soul. Not her schedule, but her soul. Because Jesus tells her what's going on. He, he says in verse 1041, he says, um, but the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, then he says this, what did this do to her? He says, you are worried and, y'all say worried? Y'all say upset. Um, I'm getting distracted. Thank you. Worried and upset. So, so catch this. Martha's over here trying to get everything done. Got to do this. Got to do this. Got to do this. And her schedule's packed. And Jesus says, this is what happens to your soul. You're worried and upset. And sometimes I talk to you guys, and y'all know what you tell me? Pastor G, I'm so stressed. I'm so anxious. I'm so nervous. I'm depressed. I sit up in my, my bed late at night, and I just get on TikTok. And sometimes I'm like, look, I know that that's going on, and my heart breaks for you. It really does. But sometimes I think we'll blame other people for the way that we're worried and upset. I think we'll blame sometimes even God for the way that we're worried and upset. But sometimes... It's just because we have way too much to do and we're not making time for the things that are the most important in our life. See, being overly busy, number one, being overly busy causes you not to take care of yourself. Everybody say care. Man, we do this and I'm not preaching at you. I'm preaching at us because sometimes I do this. I work a long day Tuesday and a long day Wednesday. So if you catch me on Thursday, I'm tired and I'm probably the least Christian that I ever am. On Most people are like, oh, I hope I don't mess up this weekend. Party. I'm like, oh, it's Thursday. I hate people. I just can't. People are like, good message. Shut up. You didn't even take notes. <laughs> just kidding. But they're like, I just, I just am because I'm busy and it causes me to lash out. I have to remind myself on Thursday, hey, take a breather, take a breath. And what about you? Are you aware that if you're always busy, if you're always distracted, it's going to cause you to reap some of those consequences and you might have a very unhealthy soul because of the schedule that you have. Some of us spend time on a lot of things, but some of us, if I'm just being honest, some of us, we're busy and we busy ourselves with dumb stuff. Like it's not even important. Look at this stat. The average American spends 705 hours on social media each year. What's crazy is that's only 13 hours a week, which breaks down to a little less than two hours a day. And I bet you if I got to check your little screen time report, most of y'all would be on social media more than two hours a day. Am I wrong? I could tell by the way, yeah, I know my crowd, okay? I know what, but it adds up. You don't understand this. Listen, it's like, I'm not on that much. Little things add up. Y'all know slap, uh, uh, what's it called, slot machines at, at like casinos and stuff? They take a quarter at a time, just a little quarter. But did you know that slot machines make more money per year than the MLB and the film industry combined? That's crazy. Why? Because a little bit of time adds up. What am I saying? We'll spend so much time busying ourselves with a little thing here, a little thing here, a little scroll here. And I just want to submit to you an idea. What if instead you took that time and you said, you know what? I'm not going to just waste it on something dumb or something trivial. I'm going to give that time to God. Maybe not all of it. I'm not saying delete your 
Instagram. That is fine. You have it. I have it. But I'm saying if you're always doing these little busy things and not making time for the most important stuff, guess who it hurts? You. It hurts you. And it's hurting Martha. But it's not just hurting Martha. It's doing something else. Watch this. Luke 10, chapter 40 now. She says, uh, it says, where is it? But Martha was, there's the word again, what is it? Distracted. Good job. By the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and she said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the Tell her to come help me. You see what's happening. Martha's not taking care of herself. And then she starts being ugly to other people. She's like, my sister's not even doing anything. You know, anybody have a sibling and you blame them all the time? I was the youngest sibling. I got blamed for everything. I never sinned. I'm just kidding. But you, you just, she's grumpy, grouchy, ugly. But that's what, listen, being overly busy, first you don't take care of yourself, but it is just a hop, skip, and a jump till number two, being overly busy causes you to be too critical of other people. We often don't see the connection of our own health and the way that we treat people. But I promise you this, if you're always busy, if you're always stressed, if you're always, you're going to start taking that out on others. Some of my worst moments as a person are because I'm too busy. You know, this is not good to admit, but so many times I've been like, Eden, let's go. We got to get in the car. And I'm like ugly to my wife. Why? Because I pack too much on my schedule. I'd be willing to bet that some of my leaders, Pastor Jerry, you got kids. Rob, you got kids. I can't see. Maddie, you ain't got kids. That's good because you ain't married. Um, she's going to be married? Oh, different Maddie, but yes, she is. Why am I having this conversation right now? <laughs> okay, what I'm saying is some of your probably least proud moments as parents probably came because you were really busy, stressed, had a lot to do. You know what? I just remembered this. I don't know why I'm telling you this, and I really needed to tune it in. But one of the most scary moments I've ever had with my dad, I was like three years old, and he had a very important meeting to be at, so he had a suit and a tie on because that's what you wear when you have an important meeting. And I spilled milk all over him by accident. I was like three or four, 16. And I spilled milk on him, and he was like, Jeffrey! And I was like, oh! And I just remember my mom getting so mad at him for screaming at me. But he was busy. He had a place to be. Sometimes our, our, our most ugly moments come out because we put too much on our plate and then we take it out on other people. That's what we do. I'm glad my dogs can't talk. I'm me, I don't have kids, but I'll kick a dog. I'm like, hey, get out. I got to go. You know what my threat is to my dogs all the time? I say, well, I'll shave you bald and put you in the wilderness. Because you find out they, they have the audacity to hide under the bed and stuff. Like, you have an air-conditioned house. I could let you in the wild, and a raccoon would beat you, okay? Anywho, that's not important. What's important is that being overly busy causes us not to take care of ourselves, but then we get too critical of other people. Here's the thing. God picks one attribute to define himself as. God is... Love, right? But here's what I want you to think about. God is not heart. Who said that? Here's what I want you to think about. Love and hurry, they're not compatible. You can't, they don't work. Like if I was like, man, man, Pastor JR, I love you, bro. I gotta go. 
And I was just always like, yeah, yeah, it's good to see you. Got to go, got to go, got to go. You can't love other people like that. And if you're always so busy that you don't have time for the most important things, that's not good. So I need to keep, keep this going. But I'm just saying, like, don't busy yourself with all these little things. Make time for the most important things. But the scariest part isn't just that she's not taking care of herself. The scariest part isn't just that she's being rude to her sister. Here's the scariest part. You ready? It's in Luke 10, 41 through 42. It says, but the Lord said to her, you got, you got the underlined part. It said, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details, but there is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken from her. What is the one thing that he's talking about? He's talking about spending time with him. Like, like Mary is there and she's actually with Jesus, listening, have a good time. Martha's sitting there trying to get everything done, but it's not happening. Here's, here's the craziest thing, okay? Martha is worried. She's upset. She's being rude to other people. She's having a bad day. Internally, she just has, Ugh! and all of that is happening while she's in the presence of Jesus. That's kind of scary. Because when I get in the presence of Jesus and I'm really in the presence of Jesus, all that stuff goes away. Like when we're at camp, some of y'all come to camp and like the Holy Spirit really hits you, you're not anxious anymore. You're, you're full of joy. You're full of love. But Martha's not full of joy and full of love. She's worried and she's upset. And at the same time, she's still in the presence of Jesus. And that's the scary thing about being overly busy. Being overly busy, yes, it causes you to not care for yourself and to be critical of others, but also being overly busy causes you to be callous to the presence of God. Y'all know what callous means, right? It means, yeah, like, you have some, I don't know if anybody lifts weight in here. I know none of the ninth grade boys do. But the, the calluses, I'm just playing, y'all smile, gosh. Calluses cause you not to feel things. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen like a waiter or a waitress bring out like some hot plate and they'll be like, it's hot, don't touch it. But I'm like, you just touched it. So then I touch it and then I burn myself. I'm like, how'd you do that? It's because their finger, well, either they have a glove on or their fingers have calluses on them. Calluses cause you not to feel stuff. And the truth is when we pack our schedules and we don't make time for God, guess what happens? We can be in his presence and feel nothing. We can be sitting there, and he could be doing something awesome, and we're not even changed by it. Martha's not even changed by it. And I'm not trying to get on your case, but I'm just saying, like, some of you come to church, and you can't even give God your attention. You're busy in church. You're checking Snapchat real quick. You're sending in a text real quick. You're thinking about something else. And I'm like, man, like, stop being busy. Give God your attention because you might come to church, hear the word of God, be in the presence of God, and have nothing change in your life because something's too busy. And it's crazy because it's not only that she misses God, but she also misinterprets God. Think about this. She says this. She says, uh, you don't have to put it up. She says, Lord, doesn't it seem, no, what did she say? Yeah, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here? But actually, word for word translation, she says, Lord, don't you even care that my sister just sits here and I do all the work? Don't you even care? And so she's not just missing God, but she's misinterpreting God. She's sitting there like, 
Man, you don't even care about me. And sometimes I think we do this. We go through something hard. We, we have something in our life that makes us look up at God and think, God, do you even care? And he would respond to us the same way he responded to her. He said, my dear Martha, he's so gentle. And he would say, my dear, whatever your name is, of course I care about you. But you've been so busy, haven't made time for me, and you haven't even talked to me, but you're assuming that I don't even care about you. And I think we find ourselves in this position a lot. Does God even care about me? And I think he's saying, like, I died on a cross. What more do I have to prove? Do you care about me? Because I can't even get a second of your time. You'd rather drive in the car and listen to that music than pray to me. You'd rather lay in bed and scroll on that social media app and take a second and, and read the word and really think about what I want to do in my life. Don't, don't ask me if I care. You know, do you care? Sometimes we don't just miss him, we misinterpret him. Jesus wasn't mad at Martha. He was very, very caring towards her. And I want to say this too. Martha was, what was Martha doing? She was trying to serve who? Jesus. She was trying to serve him. That wasn't the problem. That's not the point. The point's not, don't serve Jesus, just sit with him. That's weird. Like, that's going to be like a weird Christian with a candle, like, kumbaya, and it's weird. Okay, don't do that. And, and plus, if you read this in context, context is important. You got to look at what comes before and after. The story right before is the parable of the Good Samaritan, which is all about serving. The story, two stories before that, is about Jesus sending out 72 people to liver, literally leave everything and serve him. Obviously, serving is important to Jesus, but here's the problem. If you start trying to do more for Jesus than spend time with Jesus, then you're going to be a bitter Christian because you end up trying to pour out from a cup that's never getting filled. You start trying to give love that you're not even taking time to receive from God. The most important part of any Christian's life is the part that only God sees. It's the part with you and God, no one else. And if you, if you, you know, make time to serve God, but you don't spend time with God, you're going to end up like Martha. You'll be busy, but you won't be blessed. And that's a scary place to be. So here's what I'm saying, okay? At the end of the day, I'm not saying delete social media. I'm not saying quit sports. All that stuff is so good. That's great. But keep it in its proper place. Don't start investing in all these things that aren't the main thing. And don't give God any of your time. No, like you need to make time to be in church. You need to try at your house, man, to pray to him. You need to try to read your Bible. If you don't have the Bible app, download it. And, and look, they have this little thing. It's called plans. You can search anything dealing with, you know, depression, stress, pressure, fear. Just search it. You know, have a little plan. Just try to read that. But what I'm saying is you can't expect to give your time to everything else, not give it to God, and then expect things to go well for you. It won't. If you grind so hard and the grind is not godly, I promise you, you're going to hurt yourself, you're going to hurt other people, and you're going to be callous to God. Your life's too important for that. Your life is way too important for that. God has too much for you to do for him. God has too much joy and love and peace to put in your heart. So just make sure that you're not gassing up the grind to the point where the grind isn't godly. Amen? Amen. Thanks so much for listening. If you live in the Victoria area, stop by one of our services. Church is way better with people. So if you're between the ages of 18 to 29, check out our Instagram at ffc.ya 
All of our service info is there. And if you're 6th or 12th grade, check out our Instagram at ffc.sm. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And even more, I hope it brought you closer to God. Have a great day.